What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I was helping my mom clean the cupboard. Accidentally, I broke a glass. My mom panicked. Again? It's best if you just stay still or the whole house will be destroyed. Jeez, it was a pain that few people could understand. Hi, I'm Samantha, 18 years old. I'm a former female weightlifter. After an injury, I couldn't pursue a professional path. I stayed at home helping my mom with simple chores, but I kept destroying things. I was so used to using excessive strength for 100-pound dumbbells. And then I made the decision that changed my life. Mom, I want to go back to high school. That's how the trouble started. Although I was very excited about going back to school, my mom was quite worried. Don't tell anyone that you used to be a weightlifter, okay? Act like a normal girl or you might get in trouble. On my first day, I took a long time choosing clothes. My wardrobe was mostly workout gear and sports jerseys. There was one tank top, though. It looked sick, so I decided to wear it to school with absolute confidence. But when I got there, dozens of surprised eyes turned to me. Look at her biceps. Is she a pro wrestler? She's Hulk. Shoot, I was wrong to choose that tank top. I lowered my face, hugged my arms to cover my muscles, and tried to walk quickly. Suddenly, a coat covered me. Don't pay attention to them. A nice boy said while lending me his coat. At that moment, I felt so small next to him. He's Oliver. Coincidentally, we were in the same class. That was my first friend at this school. Since then, I've started wearing long sleeve shirts to hide my pumped biceps. Without those muscles, I'd look pretty girly. Except that I still accidentally break the things that I touched or bumped into. Oliver usually comforted me. Don't worry, you'll be fine soon. Just be confident. During biology class, when the class president asked for help carrying a plaster model of an ancient ape, I quickly volunteered. I can do it alone. She was hesitant. Are you sure? It's big and heavy. I confidently did it anyway. The model was big, but it couldn't be compared to the dumbbells I used to lift. But then, not being able to restrain my strength, I broke its arm. My class was extremely scared. The class president whimpered, Oh no, Mrs. Cecily is very strict. As if to prove it, Mrs. Cecily, our biology teacher, rushed into my class and screamed, Who broke the ape? Who? I timidly stood up. I... Oliver quickly stood up and said loudly, I did. I argued, no, I did. The two of us fought back and forth to take the blame. The other students saw that and laughed loudly. 
It only pissed off the already furious teacher. Enough. The whole class will be punished for ruining the ape. Y'all must clean the school lab for a month. We all protested, but her words were final. The other students turned to criticize Oliver and me. To soothe everyone, I volunteered to do all the cleaning alone. I had a big argument with Oliver. What was that for? I only wanted to fit in, but now I've become everyone's eyesore. If you had just let me admit my fault, the whole class wouldn't have been punished. Just don't talk to me. Then we stopped talking to each other. One day while I was staying late at school to clean up the lab, I saw someone near the glass cabinet. It was Adam, the school's popular jock. What are you doing? My voice made him startled and turned around. Adam was hiding something behind his back. With my strength, I yanked him, causing the bottle of chemicals in his hand to drop. Are you stealing from the lab? These are dangerous explosives. Adam pulled my hand. Wait, pretend you haven't seen anything. No way! I have to report this. Adam suddenly stood up, put on a mysterious smile, and whispered to my ear, Come on, hottie. Just pretend you don't see this. Or do you need me to lock your lips to shut you up? What? Immediately, Adam placed a kiss on my lips. My heart beat wildly and I froze. Oh no! My first kiss. It felt a bit strange and unexpected, but it was sweet. My face was red and I stood dumbfounded, not knowing that Adam had left with the bottle of chemicals. After that day, I kept thinking about the kiss with Adam. Worse, every time I ran into him at school, Adam purposely <laughs> winked, then put his finger to his lips. That smile! That damn smile! I had fallen for him. I decided to keep our encounter a secret and started dreaming about him. But then, a real disaster happened. The school forum was flooded with pictures of me and Adam locking lips in the lab. Someone took that picture! But who? When I was confused, Anne, the school's queen bee, suddenly threatened me. Listen well, She-Hulk. Adam is my boyfriend. Don't you dare try to seduce him. I panicked. No, he forcefully kissed me first. Anne laughed. You look like a man who grew a girl's head. Adam's taste ain't that horrible. You must have used your ridiculous muscles to force him. Suddenly, Oliver pulled Adam to us with an angry expression. Explain, you coward. Samantha is being slandered because of you. I looked at Adam with pleading eyes, hoping he would tell the truth, but he just sneered. Anne is right. Sorry, but I'm not into this. She forced herself on me. What else could I do? I couldn't believe Adam was so evil. After saying that, they left with gloating laughter. I did like Adam, so I was extremely hurt. For the first time in my life, I had a taste of a broken heart. On the school forum, people commented harshly on my appearance under that photo. I cried a lot out of embarrassment. Fortunately, Oliver was always beside me, helping me clean the lab while comforting me. One day, the school organized a field trip. I refused to sign up, but Oliver said, Come on, a change of atmosphere will be good for you. So I reluctantly agreed to go. It was a campsite in the forest. We could go hiking, enjoy the scenery and outdoor activities. I didn't join them though. I just walked around the forest alone. As I passed a stream, I saw Adam standing on a narrow ledge. I shouted, hey, get down. Do you want to die or something? He looked at me with a chuckle. Ooh, She-Hulk. 
Are you going to kiss me if I don't? How rude! I decided to leave when suddenly Adam tripped and fell. Looks like he was seriously injured. Adam was in so much pain that he couldn't stand up and was whimpering unintelligently. Without missing a beat, I ran over, applied first aid, and picked him up with all my might. Slowly, I carried him back to the camp. When I got close, I was exhausted and almost fell down. Fortunately, I met Oliver. He was looking for me. Why did you just save the person who insulted you? He's injured. I can't leave him there. Oliver helped me bring Adam back to the camp. He was soon taken to the ER. After that incident, Adam apologized to me. He also confessed the truth about our kiss to everyone and said, Samantha's cool. She saved me even though I was being a total jerk to her. Not only is she physically strong, she's also kind and brave. And I'm also dating Oliver now. In the end, my life has gotten so much better. I held the result in my hand. Damn it! A plus again? I looked up, my mom was winking at me. But no, I was not happy with this at all because I knew I wasn't that good. Hi, I'm May, 15 years old, and my mom is Kelly, a high school math teacher. Ironically, even though I did enjoy math, I strangely sucked at it. But all my tests got perfect marks because my mom graded them herself. However, everyone thought I was a math prodigy, no matter how hard I tried to tell the truth. Seriously, I'm not good at math. Come on, your mom is a math teacher. Of course you gotta be good at it. I told mom many times that I didn't need those fake results, but she dismissed me. Don't be so stupid, I just want to help you. It'll be great for your college application. Ugh. On the day I got the midterm exam result, at recess, Bella, a girl in my class, came to me. I copied 100% of your answers! Why is my mark lower than yours? I began to sweat and tremble with anxiety. Bella immediately held up our test and shouted, Guys, look! May and I got the same answers, but I only got a C, and she got an A+. Something is wrong! They all grabbed our tests for comparison. It was true that I got lots of wrong answers, but no points were deducted in my test. The whole class was filled with indignation. Huh, what a cheater. So all her perfect scores were thanks to her mom. Dirty liar. I couldn't do anything but endure their anger silently. When I got home that night, I had a heated argument with my mom. I hate you! It's because of you that the whole class despite me now! I'm helping you, May. No, I don't need your help! Please stop it! But my mom was cold. Fine, no more fake marks then. But before each test, I'll give you the questions and answers in advance so you can get more convincing results, okay? No! I'd rather leave my test blank! I fought back by skipping meals that day but to no avail, and mom even punished me by cutting off my allowance for the next several months. In the days that followed, I felt everyone's estrangement. Nobody talked to me. My seat was full of ink stains, garbage, and ketchup. I just quietly wiped it away and sat in a corner. During the biology class, no one teamed up with me. I sighed and timidly approached Bella. Can I join you guys? Bella said sarcastically. So we can all get a C and you get an A plus without even trying? Pass! I took a risk and determined. What if I help you get a perfect score in math? To Bella's surprise, I promised to give them the next exam questions and answers that mom had already sent me. All eagerly agreed and I was allowed to join the group. Sure enough, 
thanks to that, everyone in my group got a perfect score. I knew it was wrong, but for me, being bullied at school was much worse. One day, I received a call from <laughs> Beth, my classmate. Bella said that you could get me good marks by revealing the test questions in advance. I need your help. I was scared. No, I... Please, I'll pay. At that time, I really needed money to buy new dresses for the school prom. Mom had already cut off all my allowance, so in the end, I decided to help Beth. After that, more and more people came to me. Worse, they paid even higher than Beth. Making money has never been so easy, and I was totally swept away by it. One day, I saw my mom leaving the school with a box of documents. I panicked. Mom, what's going on? My mom was upset. Somehow, all my exam questions were exposed. Because too many students got perfect marks, the principal discovered the cheating and decided to fire me. I watched in shock as she depressedly left the school as regrets filled my heart. I immediately rushed to the principal's office. Sir, it was me who leaked the exam questions for my mom and gave them to my friends. She doesn't know anything. It's not her fault. After the principal knew everything, he asked my mom to come back, but surprisingly, she refused. Thank you, sir, but I'll quit my job. I'm not qualified to be a teacher. I myself was not being fair and truthful when I always <gasps> gave my child the highest exam results. I want to spend more time educating May instead of trying to cover up her weakness. I was suspended from school for one week for cheating. After mom quitted her job at school, she spent most of her time teaching me math and teaching me to be a good person. With her help, I became better at studying and even helped my friends in class. They loved me that way without any cheats. When we were dividing into study groups, the girls gathered around Daniel, but he brushed them all off and pointed at me. Aria, I choose you. The girls howled and I was like, ew. I said coldly, nah, pick a different Pokemon. Daniel was shocked. You refuse me? Duh, but every girl wants me. Not me. Daniel was always arrogant like that and thought he was the center of the universe. Well, he is handsome and rich, I suppose, and all the girls idolized him. Every girl but me. Aria, a 17-year-old ordinary girl. Daniel followed me like a dog that day. Hey, how can you refuse a handsome guy like me? Go bother someone else, Mr. Oh-so-pretty. I left and he seemed very bitter. That night, my mom told me, Sweetie, this Friday night, the president would like to invite us to attend his birthday party. My mom has been the housekeeper for Mr. Burke's family for two years straight. They're very wealthy, but quite secretive. It was my first time meeting them. When we arrived there, I was beyond shocked to see Daniel. His eyes also bulged when he saw me. My mom led me to the president's family. This is Mr. Burke, the president, and his son, Daniel. No way. Daniel looked at me with a triumphant smile and whispered to me, You can't refuse me this time. When the party ended, the president and his wife asked my mom and I to stay for a while. Suddenly, Daniel leaned on his mom's shoulder, acting cute like a puppy. Rose, he was completely different from the distant and stuck-up version at school. Mrs. Burke began to sob. We have a long business trip in two weeks, but there's no one to take care of Daniel. My mom spoke up. I usually look after him, huh? but this time I'll have to travel with Mr. and Mrs. Burke. They wanted to ask if you would take care of Daniel in the coming days. What? That's absurd, Mom! Daniel whimpered. 
I can't do everything myself. I don't want to eat alone at night. I trust Aria. She was very caring and took good care of me when I got an accident at school. What? When did that happen? I didn't think he could make it up so blatantly. Nope, no, blurk. Daniel's mom suddenly cried louder. Oh, my poor Daniel. <laughs> Seeing that chaotic scene, my mom pulled me to a corner and whispered. Dear, they helped us pay off our debt before. Can you try to help them this time, please? For my sake? Daniel's dad said, I'll pay you $900 and increase your mother's salary as well. Is that okay? Four pairs of eyes looked at me expectantly. Gosh, do I even have a choice here? I reluctantly accepted it. Daniel looked at me with a triumphant smile while I braced myself for the worst. I thought all I needed to do was just to cook and eat with Daniel, but I was wrong. He made a bunch huh? of ridiculous demands like all meals must be cooked at his place, dairy and seafood was forbidden because he is allergic to them, his room must be cleaned twice a day, his clothes must be ready from the night before school, fruit must be peeled before eaten. Daniel's mom also added, Please keep an eye on him at school. You'll be the only one who can take care of him. Just like that, the disaster had officially begun. The first day I came to this house, I was shocked because the floor was flooded. Daniel, what the hell is going on? He said calmly. Oh, sorry, I fell asleep without turning off the bathroom faucet. Clean it up, will ya? You gotta help me too. Too bad, I'm allergic to water. Just clean it by yourself. Ugh, that jerk! Just you wait! While cleaning, I saw something horrible. A water snake! I panicked and jumped on the toilet. Outside was Daniel's sinister laughter. Suddenly, a boy entered and grabbed the snake. It's fake. Don't be afraid. It was Bruno, also a popular guy at school, the president of the Spanish club I was in. He turned out to be Daniel's cousin. Bruno growled. Stop your childish pranks, Dan. But why is Aria here? Daniel boasted. She was paid to take care of me. Oh lord, you can go home, Aria. I was about to leave when Daniel grabbed my arm. Not yet, you haven't cooked for me. There are cameras everywhere. What if my parents know that you ditch your job? So, I swallowed my anger and prepared both dinner and breakfast for him. After that, Bruno helped me clean up and even offered to take me home. What a sweet guy. Unlike his cousin. The next morning, during class, Daniel suddenly clutched his stomach in pain. Oh, I think I got food poisoned from your cooking. I scarily escorted him to the infirmary. What can I do for you? Get me some hot water. My stomach hurts. I immediately ran to look for what he wanted, but when I returned, I was shocked to see Daniel lying next to his friends, laughing with a cup of shaved ice. It was fun to tease her. She was dead scared and her face turned pale. I gotta pretend like this more. They laughed louder and I angrily threw the glass of water on the floor. That's too much, you jerk. I won't care about you anymore. A school nurse suddenly showed up and yelled in surprise. Who dropped this class? Clean up immediately. Daniel pretended to grimace again. Oh, it hurts so much. I'm dying. How shameless. Daniel was smiling smugly when Bruno appeared. Daniel did it, ma'am. He was just pretending to be hurt. Really? I pointed directly at Daniel. Look at that shaved ice cup in his hand. No one with a stomachache would eat it. As a result, Daniel had to clean up in anger. Bruno took my hand and led me away from there. I asked innocently, Why did you come here? 
I didn't see you in the club today, so I went to look for you. You were never late or left without permission. Bruno looked at me. <laughs> From now on, I'll take you to school and drive you to Daniel's house every night. I'll stay there to make sure he doesn't mess with you anymore, okay? Bruno is truly the savior of my life! But also from there, the conflict between the two cousins became increasingly tense. Daniel always found an excuse to argue with his cousin during each meal, even intentionally spilling coffee on Bruno's shirt. But Bruno handled him with calmness and grace. I gradually fell in love with him and hated Daniel's childishness even more. That night, on the way home from Daniel's house, Bruno suddenly stopped the car and confessed his love to me. When we almost kissed, boom! Both of us were startled and covered in dirty, dried leaves. Daniel jumped up from the back seat and laughed. He had been hiding behind us all the time with a pile of dry leaves. Get out! Bruno immediately chased Daniel out of the car and drove away, despite his screams. The next day, there was a huge ruckus at my schoolyard. A friend pulled my hand. Let's go to the fountain! Daniel is losing his mind! Oh. My. God. In the middle of the schoolyard was a huge banner! Be my babe area! Daniel stood next to it, holding a loudspeaker and something white in his hand. He shouted. Aria, stop hanging out with that loser Bruno. Be my girlfriend and I'll show you the most explosive confession ever. Are you nuts? Stop it now! Bruno appeared behind me, scolding loudly. Get down now, Daniel. You're troubling her. Despite everything, Daniel continued to shout. I am not kidding. I have liked you for the longest time, but you have always rejected me. I had to force you to be my nanny so we could be closer. But Bruno ruined everything and took you away. I can't stand to watch anymore. I furiously shouted back. I'll never go out with a childish guy like you, dumbass! He screamed angrily and threw the white thing into the fountain. It exploded and scattered everywhere. All the students panicked and ran away. The chemistry teacher rushed over to us. Someone stole pure sodium from the practice room. So it's you, Daniel. You'll be punished. Everyone gathered around to catch Daniel. He was suspended from school for one month for stealing and causing trouble at school. Luckily, no one got hurt from his stupid prank. After that, I finally started dating Bruno. And Daniel, he's suddenly become quieter. Every time he met Bruno and I walked hand in hand in school, he was bitter. Just wait till I take Aria back. Jeez, what an impulsive guy. Hopefully, Daniel won't come at us with any more tricks. Just grow up already, mama boy. During the casting session for a play on Easter, I was assigned the role of Virgin Mary. As the outfit was handed to me, suddenly my twin sister Daisy snatched it. Why does she play Mary and I only play a commoner? Aren't our looks the same? Stop it, Daisy, you're being ridiculous. I angrily snatched the outfit back. We quickly got into a fight and it only ended when the outfit was torn in half. Needless to say, we were kicked out of the drama team. Hi, I'm Isla. Ever since I was a child, Daisy has always competed with me in everything. It's probably because we're twins. Not only do we have to share everything with each other, we're also often compared with each other. Therefore, Daisy and I were always trying to fight and escape the shadow of the other twin. More than a week later, Easter came. Like every year, our family and a few other close friends held an egg-finding contest. Standing at the starting line, Daisy looked at me with fiery eyes. 
Game on, baby! Game on! When my dad gave the signal, everyone rushed to find the hidden eggs. In order to win against her, I searched every nook and cranny of the house. While searching an area near my house, I suddenly saw Daisy and a few other friends looking at a bird's nest. Out of curiosity, I approached them. What's up? We want to get the eggs on the nest, but nobody can climb the tree. She's not worth it. I was leaving until Daisy spoke. Surely, it's where most of the eggs are put. Why? Because every year, dad hides tons of eggs in the most difficult place to get. He considers it as a reward for the person who worked hard to find it. Then, everyone in turn tried to climb the tree but quickly failed. After they left, I decided to try my luck. It took me a long time to climb up to that bird's nest, but I succeeded eventually. True to what Daisy said, my dad left more eggs there than anywhere else. When I climbed down, my moment of victory didn't last long when Daisy laughed. <laughs> I know you'll try to get those eggs, but you won't win. Daisy snatched the eggs from the basket I placed on the ground and ran away. Before I could react, she had disappeared. After more than an hour, the egg-finding contest officially ended. I placed second, and the winner was Daisy with only three more eggs than me. While everyone happily congratulated her, I felt extremely suspicious. Every year, Dad usually prepared 100 Easter eggs for us to find. However, after adding up the total number of eggs this year, I discovered that it had increased abnormally. Um, Dad, have you noticed an unusual increase in the number of eggs? Oh, come on, Lisa, don't overdo it. It's just a fun occasion. Let's enjoy the holidays! Not accepting it, I quietly investigated by myself. I sneaked into her bedroom to find some clues. As expected, when I checked under her bed, I found another basket full of Easter eggs. I knew it! She prepared more eggs to cheat! I immediately brought it to Dad, but as soon as I got to the door, Daisy oh. caught me. What are you doing? Cheater, I'll expose you. My sister panicked and stopped me. We started shouting and jostling the egg basket back and forth. The loud noise caught my parents' attention and they angrily separated us. But instead of punishing Daisy for her misbehavior, they thought I was the one at fault for ruining the family's holiday. As I grew older, the competition between us became even fiercer. We argued all the time and of course, we even fought for the student council president position. But the surprise is, our votes were equal. Since neither of us wanted to yield to the other, in the end, the principal allowed us to share that position. It was something that had never happened in our school. For Easter that year, our school would hold a charity event to raise money for the city's orphanage. Daisy and I were in charge of preparing for that event. Not only one to prove our abilities, we also wanted to make a good impression on Mike, the music club president, our longtime handsome crush. Therefore, the battle would be fiercer than ever. During a meeting that day, I suggested selling handmade candles and painted Easter eggs while Daisy suggested organizing a charity auction. The members were also divided into two groups and argued a lot. It only ended when Mike spoke up. My uncle has an old candle factory. If we follow Isla's plan, I'll ask him to borrow it. Hearing yeah. that, everyone agreed to my plan except for Daisy. Since that day, Mike and I have become the main people in charge of the charity event. We worked together, talked more, and became closer. <laughs> Life was beautiful, but not for long. One day when we went to the candle factory, we were devastated to see that all of our hard work, the candles and the Easter eggs, were brutally destroyed and lying all over the ground. Next to them were cat paw prints. Oh, it seemed that the last person to leave had forgotten to lock the 
the door so some feral cats came in and ruined everything. All work had gone down the drain. We dejectedly switched to Daisy's plan. She was extremely excited and immediately took the lead position from me. That afternoon, I was so bored and I went to the candle factory to clean things up. But thanks to that, I discovered something shady. There was something abnormally sticky on the candles, so I decided to smell it. I realized in horror that it was the smell of cat foot. Oh my god, the accident wasn't a coincidence. Someone smeared foot on candles and eggs to lure the feral cats in. And the open door was also arranged. Who wanted me to fail? Obviously, it was Daisy. That brat gotta pay. I secretly loosened all the screws on the auction table. As soon as the auction for charity started, the table collapsed, causing all the objects on it to fall and break. The audience gasped and Daisy panicked. But very soon, she knew it was my work. You witch! It was you who broke that table! How dare you blame me when you started it first! And then we started fighting again. Only that time, the one who stopped us was Mike. Oh, stop it! You girls are so selfish! You just ruined the charity option because of your personal affairs. Don't you care for those poor children, for God's sake? After saying that, he and everyone left angrily. I felt so ashamed that I locked myself in my room for days after that. Finally, I decided that it was time to fix my mistake. That night, I went to the candle-making factory and surprisingly, Daisy had already been there. Wh what are you doing here? Come on, peace for now. I'm trying to find a way to fix everything we've done. Really? Yeah, Mike is right. We were too selfish. And I'm sorry for being the first to start the fight and playing dirty to you. I was surprised at Daisy's words, but she was right. Time to make it right together. Daisy suggested using broken egg pieces to put together two abstract paintings. As for the broken candles, we mixed them together and made new ones. Immediately, the two of us started working tirelessly. With our best efforts, we were able to complete them just before Easter. The last thing we needed to do was to apologize to the team members, the people we had hurt. Thankfully, everyone was forgiving. Soon after, we sold all the products we made together and collected a good amount of money for charity. At the end of the day, Mike suddenly called me and asked to talk privately. I looked at Daisy nervously, but she lightly <laughs> nudged my shoulder and smiled. Go with him. But don't you like Mike too? Sweetie, I was just flirting with him to mess with you. I smiled and said goodbye to my sister. From then on, my relationship with Daisy gradually got better. We've realized that everyone has their own strengths and that we don't have to compete with each other to prove our worth. We're unique and special as who we are. Be brave. I can do it. I nervously held the movie tickets in my hands, gathering up my courage and ready to approach Bruno. My heart felt like it was going to jump out of my chest. Suddenly, Lena and her friends rushed over, bumped into me, and I fell backwards. She approached Bruno with a flirty smile. Hi, Bruno. I have this for you. Lena handed Bruno a ticket which made him very happy. An invitation to a party at your mansion? Awesome. I'll definitely come. I clutched the movie tickets and hid behind the wall to watch them. If only I was as rich as Lena, Bruno would notice me. Hi, I'm Sanya, 17 years old. An ordinary girl, nothing special. I had a crush on Bruno for a long time. He's handsome, sociable, and smart. Although we had a few classes together, I didn't dare to confess to him. Since he was elected as the representative student of the school, he was even more out of my reach. Maybe Bruno only hung out with the cool kids, 
So to get close to him, I should be one of them. Okay, this time I'll take the risk. After Bruno left, Lena happily told everyone, Listen, my beautiful boys and girls, remember the date and follow the party's dress code. I hesitantly approached Lena. Hey, Lena, can I attend? Lena gave me a strange look. To attend, you must have an invitation. To have an invitation, you have to be an elite. Let's see. She looked at my bag and exclaimed, God, what bag is that? Something worth only a few dollars? I exclaimed, what's the problem with it? Lena sneered, it's no big deal to you, but it's a deal breaker to us. This brand is trash. I nervously tried to make an excuse. Uh, this is actually my cousin's. I took it in a hurry this morning. Normally, I use famous brand bags too. Suddenly, Bruno turned around and asked Lena, Can I wear blue that day? That made me even more nervous. Maybe he was also an elite. While I was just... Lena suddenly nudged my arm, startling me. Hey, you like Bruno? He would be there too. But unfortunately, I can't invite a broke ass like you there. <laughs> After saying that, Lena and her friends left happily. I never felt so humiliated in my life. Maybe I should give up on going to that damn party. I couldn't even afford a $200 bag, let alone a famous branded one. I was boredly walking in the schoolyard, and suddenly, I saw Bruno and his friends nearby. Bruno, are you going to Lena's party? Sure, I'm hoping to find a girlfriend there. I've been single for quite a while. <laughs> Bruno wanted to find a girlfriend at Lena's party? Say no more! I'll be there. I immediately called my best friend. Hey, Sarah, I need your help. How do I get a designer bag? I've never owned anything like that before. Huh, there's no need to spend big. We only need a tenth of that amount. You mean using fake stuff? Yep, I know an online shop that sells fake goods of big brands. I hesitated. Uh, <laughs> is that legal? Don't worry, I bought a few from them and nobody noticed. Following her instructions, I immediately bought a Louis Vuitton fake bag. Believe it or not, it looked exactly like the authentic one. The next day, I brought that bag to school. <laughs> At the school canteen, oh. a girl even exclaimed, Wow, your bag is amazing, Sanya! It looks so expensive! I purposely went to get food right in front of Lena and her group. As expected, they immediately noticed my bag. Wow, look at that! Did you just buy it, Sanya? I turned around excitedly. Yes, I just bought it yesterday. It's a limited edition. Lena touched my bag and asked, Where did you buy it? At the Louis Vuitton store, of course. Are you a regular there? I'm their VIP customer. The manager there knows me too. Oh, really? Well, here is the ticket to my party. Welcome to the elites. Just when I received the invitation ticket from Lena, Bruno suddenly appeared. Hi, girls. I saw a new face today. Lena put her arm around me happily. You're correct. This is Sanya. She'll also be there for the party. Bruno held out his hand in front of me. Hi, Sanya. Oh my god, he shook my hand. What an overwhelming feeling. Lena patted me on the shoulder. Doll, do you want to go shopping with us this afternoon? We need a glamorous dress for the upcoming party. Because I didn't want to lose face in front of Bruno, I agreed. That afternoon at the store, Lena gave me a beautiful red dress and kept pushing me into the fitting room. This looks great on you. 
Hurry in and try, you gotta buy it. I took it to the fitting room. It was indeed pretty, but when I glanced at the price tag, I was shocked. $1,600? I quickly got out and returned it. I just remembered that I've bought a new dress too. The style is similar. Lena suddenly flipped her dress and shouted, What's this? Did you get it dirty while trying it on? Sure enough, on the back of the dress there was a dirty spot. The store clerk heard her and ran over. I quickly waved my hand. No! It wasn't me! And the stain is easily washed! The employee remained adamant. I'm sorry, according to the store policy, if the clothes are damaged or dirty, the customer must buy it, and you're the last one to try on the dress. Lena also stated, That's right, Sanya. It looks good on you anyway. Buy it! As a result, I was forced to buy that expensive dress. I had no choice but to lend money from my BFF. Soon after, I went to Lena's party with that expensive dress and the fake LV bag. <laughs> I had a really good time with Bruno. He also complimented me. Wow, Sanya, you look great today. You know the feeling of being complimented by your crush, right? Extraordinary. But that joy didn't last long when Lena appeared. Hey, doll. I have a surprise for you, a special guest. Immediately, a strange girl appeared. <laughs> Lena continued, This is Lynn, the manager of the LV store where you said you're a regular at. Hey, Lynn, Sanya said that you two know each other. She must go there very often, right? Look, she bought this bag at your store too. My face turned pale knowing that I was about to be exposed. I clutched my fake bag and tried to cover it with my hand. But Lynn had already stared at it. I don't think we know each other. Sorry, but I've also never seen this bag before. Oh. I started to sweat. I was given it as a gift. Oh, I'm sorry to say this, but the bag you were given is a fake. I studied Louis oh. Vuitton products all the time, so it shouldn't be hard to spot. Lena suddenly laughed and said <laughs> loudly in front of everyone, What? Fake? Everyone! Sanya lied about being a VIP customer of LV store and even used a fake bag. The store's manager confirmed it. The whole party looked at me and laughed and Bruno froze. Too embarrassed, I burst into tears and ran away. Suddenly, Lena roughly pulled my hand and pointed at my neck. Wait, you still leave the price tag on the dress? Let me cut it for you. I panicked. Please don't do that. Lena laughed. Why not? Are you going to resell the dress? Doll, I thought you were an elite. I ran away in tears, leaving behind the laughter of everyone at the party. Suddenly, Bruno chased after me. Wait, Sanya. He took off his jacket and held it up in front of me excitedly. Look, I also kept the tag to resell this jacket after the party. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Anyway, I don't want to be there anymore. They invited me just because I'm the representative student but I didn't expect them to be so evil. Let's hang out, just the two of us. <laughs> After saying that, Bruno put the jacket on me. I was moved. Thank you, Bruno. That night, we had a very fun date. Now Bruno and I are getting to know each other. He also doesn't attend any of Lena's parties anymore. Bruno is right. A fake bag is better than fake friends, right? When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. 
but nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.